Alright, we're recording podcast. Turn the video on. Maybe. Alright, that's recording. How's everybody doing? I hope uh, your election hangover is getting better. <laughs> I'm still very optimistic. Uh, just running through the real clear politics uh, count here. Republicans have 49 seats in the House, so they're actually minus one at this point, but there are three Senate races yet to be determined. Herschel Walker is going into this runoff election with Raphael Warnock. Uh, I hope that the the Republican Senate caucus pours money into that race. It's December 5th. Um, right now, with 80% of the vote in, Masters is still six points behind uh, Kelly in Arizona. Warnock and Walker, like I said, are going to the runoff. Uh, what's the other? Should be another one here that's not yet decided. Unless I did my math wrong. Now, if Republicans are at 48 and Democrats are at... Or Republicans are at 49, Democrats are at uh, 48. So... It could end up being a 50-50 Senate again. That, that's terrible. Uh, that's on Mitch McConnell and the, the Senate caucus. Um, the House of Representatives, they have Republicans at 210. They've picked up eight seats. Uh, Democrats are at 197. And there are still a lot of races out there to be called. <clears throat> I think Lauren Boebert is barely going to keep her seat in Colorado. Uh, people are saying she's going to lose, but she's barely ahead. Uh, I think the la when they wanted her to concede the race, she was down by like 64 votes. So that's going to be a very close race. It may end up in a recount, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, the governors aren't really that important to me, but uh, Republicans had 26 and Democrats 24. Uh, a lot of reasons this red wave didn't develop, and I, I think... Well, let me say, do the like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. Uh, got a little relaxation music going in the background there. But I think about six months into Joe Biden's term, Republicans and other people started talking about red wave. Now that lighter doesn't work. Uh, 
I think we believed our own hype. But there are some other opinions out there. And I'm going to run through what I've heard. Let's drop my dead lighter. So, firstest and forced most, the questions are out there. The, the idea is out there. It's time to move on for Donald Trump. How did Donald Trump cause the red wave to not happen? Okay, let's just put something in perspective. Is there any Republican out there who can get 74 million votes? People are saying, well, he's a polarizing figure and he's going to energize the other side to go out and vote. <laughs> okay, if that's what you want to believe. Um, is there a Republican out there that can get tens of thousands of people at rallies. No. No Democrat is going to get Joe Biden's 81 or 84 million votes again. If Joe Biden is their presidential candidate, he will not beat Donald Trump. A second time. That's period point blank. They talk about the 16 or so Republicans that Trump endorsed that lost. Dr. Oz being the main one. I am not going to criticize Dr. Oz, but at the very least, he had no business being within three or four percentage points of John Fetterman. Now, John Fetterman was protected. John Fetterman didn't campaign a lot. You saw a lot on his social media. You saw him speaking to crowds of dozens. And he just wasn't coherent. Oz gained a lot of ground after the debate. The, the Oz team wanted three debates. They barely got John Fetterman to do one. And if you saw that debate, you'll understand why. And that debate took place after a lot of early votes were cast. But that's the big Trump loss that everyone's looking at. They're also looking at Herschel Walker in Georgia saying, look, if Democrats take the Senate, it's going to because, be because of Herschel Walker. Uh, but after that debate, Herschel Walker gained ground on Raphael Warnock. If they debate again before the runoff, and the Senate Republican 
uh, caucus, I'll just call it caucus, that's not the right word, campaign committee, that's what it is. If they put money into that race, Herschel Walker can win, and they better. Mitch McConnell is not the leader we need in the Senate right now. And there are some Republicans that say they're not going to support him for Senate, hopefully majority leader, but leader of the Republican Senate caucus. Also, Kevin McCarthy, no, can't be the leader of the House Republican Party. Uh, Some key things to take away. The polling was everywhere. Um, And and I think Republicans bought into all the polls showing they were going to win by ridiculous margins or be close in places they shouldn't have been. One of the things we found out about the polls being wrong uh, was that they didn't get to the the Gen Z voters, and Republicans didn't get their message to Gen Z voters, anyways. But the younger voters, the twenty to twenty nine year olds, went heavily in favor of Democrats because they're on social media where Democrats are allowed to say and do anything, and anyone conservative is canceled. Uh, there's uh, was a crazy poll in New York that showed Tina Forte, bless her heart, was four four percent behind Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio Cortez ends up winning by seventy one percent. So I'm I'm sitting there going, who the hell did they poll? Forte's relatives. <laughs> I don't don't understand how that poll got that screwed up. But I'm sticking with Donald Trump through and through to the end. Uh, I want to see what he announces on Tuesday. Uh, I don't think he's going to say I'm going to step back and... And crown other people king, like some folks say he should do. I think at the very least he should do that. But he needs to tone down his rhetoric and get back to substance. When he talks about substance, the crowd goes wild. He needs to stop giving people nicknames like Ron DeSanctimonious, there's no need for that. Ron DeSantis hasn't done anything negative towards Donald Trump. This nicknaming and overbearing stuff, it's wore itself out. You know, when he makes fun of Democrats, yeah, the Republican base loves it, but he doesn't need to go as hard on a potential Republican... uh, primary opponent and we'll see what the Republican primary field is but Trump's going to win that 
And there was a story he told uh, at the last rally, and I don't know how many times he told it, but I was told he may announce he's running for president uh, in Dayton. So uh, I watched that rally, and he talked about how China, they shoot drug dealers, and that's it. That's a, you know, a quick trial, not 12 years of appeals and so on and so forth. And then they kill the drug dealer. I personally don't have a big problem with that. Uh, I think he mentioned this uh, statistic that for every drug dealer, 500 people die of drug overdoses. Uh, I don't know where that number came from, but it sounds fairly accurate. Uh, if you, depending on how you define a drug dealer and what what bureau or agency came up with that number. Here's the thing where Republicans ran into a wall. Uh, One, we didn't have a message to take to the American people until October, when we should have had one in July, or at least after Labor Day. And I mean the day after Labor Day. Democrats uh, run on emotions. Of course, you all know, if you follow politics, Democrats ran on this new word called reproductive rights. Republicans are going to take away your reproductive rights. So abortion is now called a reproductive right. Uh, That's why Democrats did so well among women voters and black female voters. Uh, Republicans, they need to explain better what a heartbeat bill is because most people will say, okay, once the baby has a heartbeat, it's alive, it can feel pain, it's a human being. But reproductive rights, that's the new Democrat crying point, battle cry. Of course, if you're a Republican, you're racist, uh, that's always thrown in our faces, even though we freed the slaves, we led the civil rights legislation, going back to President Eisenhower, uh, John Kennedy famously voted against a civil rights bill, I believe in 1948. How is he the great civil rights president and not Ike? I don't know. But... Republicans, you know, were painted as violent. Trump ultra-nuclear MAGA Republicans were painted as violent. They talked about nothing but January 6th, which was a terrible day. People that need to be punished are being punished. But out of three-quarters of a million people that were at that rally... A couple thousand went into the Capitol, and even a smaller number of that caused trouble. 
that doesn't equate to the violence of the Democrats and Black Lives Matter and Antifa uh, over George Floyd's summer in 2020. They brought up the Paul Pelosi attack. Oh, this was an evil, evil ultra-maga Republican. You can look further into that, and he's not. He's a, a hippie. This, uh, pardon, not Paul Pelosi, but this uh, David DePape. He's an illegal alien, first of all. Secondly, he's crazy. Uh, he has mental illness and should not have been outside of, an, outside of an insane asylum. Moving on. To get better, Republicans have to win the argument. Then you win the vote. It's a famous quote from Margaret Thatcher, uh, and it's in Newt Gingrich's book that I'm reading right now. Yes, I'm still working on that book. I put it down for a few months. Uh, first you win the argument, then you win the vote. A better way of conveying the conservative message. Talk in simple terms people can understand. Do not shout in people's faces. Do not... Just don't be in people, don't be in your face with your politics. That's something that Trump and other Republicans need to get better at. Uh, we have to reach out to people that are not the stereotypical Republican. We have to look at. Generation Z, these you know people that are 18 and under 30, and see how we take the message to them. Because it is a message that everyone can relate to. The cigar is coming apart on me. Um, and it's not a hard message to convey. <laughs> We just have to get better at it. Well, I already said, you know, big tech and social media are hurting us on that. But Republicans can get on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, just as well as the Democrats can. That's where Generation Z is. And convey a message that's easy to understand and almost soft-spoken, not in your face. We can reach the millennial generation as they get out in the workforce. The problem is we had a couple years of, hey, the government has all the answers. Listen to the government. Oh, if you don't listen to the government, you'll be punished. I'm talking about the COVID lockdowns, the vaccines, and all these things. But there is a way to reach Generation Z, the millennials, whatever comes after Generation Z, uh, and things like that. Uh, the interesting thing to me is 
one of many interesting things. The, I just said Republicans were plus eight in the House. A lot of those pickups came in Florida. So we, we turned a Democrat district Republican four times in Florida. Uh, did that show that Ron DeSantis can carry a ticket? Yes. Uh, it also shows that people that used to be died in the wool Democrat can be changed when the messaging is there. We picked up another three House of Representatives seats in California. And we picked up four Democrat, formerly Democrat House seats in New York. So when the message is there and it's presented correctly and people are feeling this economy in their pocketbooks, they will vote for change. Uh, Newt Gingrich's book that I'm working on, it he spells out that this isn't a 2022 operation. It has to go into 2024, 2026, and we have to keep chipping away. But we need better leadership. It was good of Kevin McCarthy to reach out to... Uh, military veterans to run, women, and minorities. But overall, the Republican leadership has to put together a message. We now have to start looking at 2024. If we gained... We gained a good number of seats in the House of Representatives in 2020, even though we lost the presidency. We weren't supposed to pick up any seats in 2020. We were supposed to lose seats. And instead we picked up. We're picking up seats this election, no matter what the, the total ends up being. Hopefully Republicans get to that 218 thresholds where they have a clear majority. Uh, in the last few days, it's gone from 250 to 240 to 230 to 222. Uh, but I think with outstanding races, we can still get to 218 or 220 some in the House. But Kevin McCarthy is not the guy to be speaker and leader of the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell is not the guy to be uh, leader in the Senate. This really fizzled out for us uh, in the months after, or the month, I don't know how long it was, Joe Biden gave his MAGA Republicans are going to kill you all speech. That got the Democrat base fired up. Their interest in the election grew during October. And then, of course, you have this Generation Z that doesn't answer phone calls and doesn't take surveys. So the, that's where the polls were off a little. But you still have 
Republicans like Lee Zeldin, if he would have had more debates with Kathy Hochul and earlier on before early voting started, which that's a whole nother mess we need to clean up. But if Republicans would have gotten these people to, to debate them before the early voting, you would have had that red wave. But Democrats hid and let the media carry their water for them and the media get them over the finish line with all this anti-Republican, anti-Trump, anti-MAGA propaganda. But I'll restate for you. Republicans picked up seats in California and New York. Florida, it didn't really surprise me as much because hundreds of thousands of new Republicans registered to vote in Florida. And I'm going to reiterate, is there a Republican out there who can get 74 million votes like Donald Trump? Is there a Republican out there that can pack a room with 10,000 people? Now, after he lost, Donald Trump was agged on to create a third party, a MAGA party. And he said, I'm not going to do that because it's only going to help Democrats win. He said he was going to be a leader in the Republican Party. There's an outside chance when he makes his big announcement Tuesday. Is it Tuesday or Thursday? Tuesday. There's something else going on Thursday. When he makes his big announcement, there is a chance that he could say, I'm going to step back. I'm going to help Republicans, but I'm not going to run. Now, the thing is, he sat on a big war chest and didn't spend it in these races where he could have made a difference in Dr. Oz's race or Herschel Walker's race or Lauren Boebert's race uh, and on and on in Arizona with Masters, all these places. He could have made a big difference with that $100 million war chest in his political action committee, and he didn't. So my guess is he was sitting on that for the 2024 election. So with that, God bless you guys. Pray for each other. Uh, love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. Till next time, it's panic attack with Big John. I will see you later.